Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so this cable car stopped, you see, for some to get on, others to get off, and others to get on, on the corner. And this paper boy had some kind of a fit. He said, maybe an epileptic seizure or something like that. Fell down on the sidewalk, began to thrash around. And Wigglesworth said, without thinking, because the Spirit of God told him, said, I jumped off that cable car, run up to that fellow, never seen him before, I didn't know who he was, any more than a man in the moon, and rebuked the devil, commanded to be whole, lifted his feet, and he's just perfectly all right, and run up, jumped back on the cable car and went out. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. They wouldn't have been cleansed. They wouldn't have been cleansed. Isn't that right? Now, now, now uh, here's another little side thought that we might take in here. I'm just, uh, you know, not preparing anything here for a day or two. I'm just letting the Holy Ghost pull out of the inside of me whatever's in there that he wants to pull out. For the, you know, I, just, I detected that there's something down there he wanted to get out. Amen. For the benefit of the folks, you see. And so, uh, so, so, so here's another little, little side thought that we need to that we need to think on for just a moment. Notice, because remember now, you see, this is all in relation. The works that I do shall ye do also. He that believeth on me. Well, notice the variety of ways that he ministered. See, he didn't always minister to, to everybody the same way. I think sometimes we make a mistake trying to deal with people always on, on, on anything for us, but particularly healing all the same way. You know, we want to we don't just sort of roll out the dough and cut everybody out in the same cookie cutter. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? You see, without now, Jesus said, I, I can do nothing of myself. We need to realize that the Holy Ghost has got something to do with this. Yes, the Word of God, all right, but the Holy Ghost also has got something to do with this. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So Jesus said to the man, rise, take up thy bed and walk. Now, in my mind, we have a manifestation here in the ministry of Jesus of the word of knowledge and gifts of healing. You see, it was, I cannot get this. I cannot myself do nothing. Whatsoever I see my father do, that's what I do. You see, because the Holy Ghost told him, because he's seeing into the spirit realm, saw his father say, rise, take up bed. So he said, rise, take up your bed and walk. That's the way a lot of those things are manifested a lot of times. Praise God. Well, now then, I want you to notice something now. Here's another, another thought that we looked at, but we may look at it just under a different angle, you see. Uh, here's five porches. Now, here's something else about God moving, you know, like the troubling of the angel, trouble of the water, or manifestations of gifts of the Spirit through one that's, has the Holy Ghost. Did you notice he didn't say to everybody that was there, rise, take up your bed and walk. And you know, there's a lot of them on bed and couch and so on and so forth, wasn't, weren't there? Did you notice that he just ministered to the one man? 
you notice that on this occasion that this is the only one of the whole crowd that got healed? Now, must be because you see here what it said. Meeting the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, it is the Sabbath day, it's not lawful thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, he that made me whole, the same said, take up thy bed and walk. They asked him, what man is that which said thee, take up your bed and walk? He said, and he that was healed, wist not who it was. He didn't know who it was. Amen. He didn't even know who it was. Isn't that right? No, he didn't know who it was. And he that was healed, wist not who it was. For Jesus, now why didn't he know? For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. In other words, there's a crowd there, so he just stepped into the crowd and went on his way. You know what it said? I said, you know what it said? Now you see, that tells us something about uh, gifts of the Spirit in operation. Now, if you want to understand a little bit more about that, turn back then to... Uh, to Luke's gospel, the fourth chapter, and see just a little further inside also into the same truth that we bring it out here. This again is concerned the ministry of Jesus. Bear in mind the works that I do, shall ye do also. Now then Jesus, you know, here in hometown of Nazareth, returned into power of the Spirit and so on. Then he went into Nazareth, his hometown, where he was brought up. And the custom was he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath, stand up to read, and there's driven unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and they found a place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering sight to the blind, to set at liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it to the minister, and sat down. And eyes, all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bearing witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto me, You will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we've heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I said, You no prophet is accepted in his own country. Notice he gives them two scriptural illustrations because, see, they knew the prophets. They had the Old Testament. I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, or that's Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout the land, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save unto Sarepta, city of Sidon, to a woman that was a widow. Now you remember we went into this widow's house and the working of miracles, which is one of the gifts of the Spirit, you see, was manifested through him. And the meal barrel just kept giving meal. See, he asked her to make him the last cake, you know. She had enough meal and oil for one more. And then she and her son's going to starve to death. That's it. Isn't that right? But you see, the working of miracles, working of miracles is one of the gifts of the Spirit, you know. And so that meal barrel just kept giving out meal, and that oil cruise just kept pouring out oil during that whole three and a half years of famine. Well, now, why didn't he go in ever with this house and do that? He couldn't. See, if he had tried to done that in some other with his house, he'd have fell flat on his face. You see, 
Jesus said plainly that there were many widows in Israel, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save to this one. Now, why didn't Jesus then, at this setting, you know, by evidently here was the word of knowledge and gifts of healing in operation, or perhaps the gift of faith. I don't know for sure. But I do know it's a matter of state spirit. Why didn't he work that forever, that whole crowd? Why just that one? Well, it's like Smith Wigglesworth said, talking on about the gift of faith. He said, when the gift of faith is in operation, you know ahead of time what God's going to do. You see, you minister to that one. He said he was, for instance, when he first came here to America in 1923, he was attended a camp meeting just out of San Francisco there and and preached. And one day he's riding a streetcar in San Francisco and they still got those old cable cars, you know, just as a, as a demonstration of yesterday. But he's riding along on one of them and there's a paper boy coming along. He didn't know him. Never been to America. He's an Englishman. Never been to San Francisco before in his life. And so this cable car stopped, you see, for some to get on, others to get off and others to get on, on the corner. And this paper boy had some kind of a fit. He is maybe an epileptic seizure or something like that. Fell down on the sidewalk, began to thrash around. And Wigglesworth said, without thinking, because the Spirit of God told him, said, I jumped off that cable car, run up to that fellow, never seen him before in life. Didn't know who he was any more than a man in the moon. And rebuked the devil, commanded to be whole, lifted his feet, and he's just perfectly all right, and run up, jumped back on the cable car and went on. Praise God. Well, now, why didn't he stop on every street corner and help somebody? The Spirit of God never told him to. He wasn't sent. Why didn't this fellow go to every witness house? He wasn't sent. See? All right, now then the next fellow here. Here, here, Here's the next illustration that Jesus gives. And so you see, in your teaching, you're going to have to give some illustrations too to explain to people how things work. Amen. All right, now note it. Many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet. And none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. In other words, but Naaman the Syrian. Now you see, you've got to understand that he's not talking about that Naaman's the only one that got healed of anything. He's just talking about leprosy. You've got to understand that he's talking about the Spirit of God operating through somebody. Remember, he started by reading, the Spirit of the Lord's on me because he's anointed me to do these things. Understand that? See, that's what he's talking about. Now, you understand this, that Elisha had a healing ministry. And he had a fame and a reputation of getting people healed. How do you know he did? Well, as you go back there to the Old Testament, you read where this little maiden that Naaman had captured some of those folks, you know, and taken them captive. And among them was this little maiden that was a slave in his home. Remember that? And so when she found out that her master, Naaman, had the leprosy, remember what she said to Mrs. Naaman? said, I would God that my master Naaman were in the, in the land of Samaria for there's a prophet of God there that could cure him of his leprosy. 
Well, if nobody had ever been healed under him, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say there's a prophet over there that could cure him, would you? Would you? So people had to have been healed or they must have be being healed under his ministry. Are you following me now? But you see, uh, they could get healed. Now, now here's something you need to see. Here's something we, we, we haven't seen. We, you know, think, we, we wondered about things, trying to figure them out, you know. You see, Israel had a covenant of healing. They could get healed on a different basis than what Naaman could. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have some things here. I, it will also change your it life. It will help you because yes. this is this is this is all about finances, uh, finances. Uh, obedience and finances. A little book by Dad, and how Dad, how God taught me about prosperity. That's my father, and I. I was in the house whenever we didn't have anything. That's right. And then the biblical keys to financial prosperity, and then my book Overflow: Living Beyond Above Life's Limits, mm-hmm. and all of these are just. Great, great tools. Actually, this is a twenty-eight dollars and eighty cents uh, value, but we're offering it for nineteen ninety-five. Yes. So you need to get a hold of these. These will help you. That's right. They'll help anybody. Call toll-free one eight 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 Faith ninety-nine. Again, call toll-free one eight 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 Faith ninety-nine. You can also order online at rama.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.